You're listening to The Happy Hour with Nick Sainert and Enrique Alvarez-Cleary on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. All right, back here on The Happy Hour, 93.7 The Ticket, ticketfm.com. Nick Sainert with you today. Now I am joined by Mr. Derek Pearson. DP, how's it going? It's good. What's happening? Not a whole lot. We were talking about Husker basketball in the first segment there. Oh, cool. Um, talking just about how how it, it seems like with with the transparency and being able to learn and hear about how they they are preparing for the season. It's exciting. It's hard not to be excited about Nebraska basketball, especially when you look up and down the roster and you see guys um, and, and you hear about you know Q being a, a defensive guy and. And then obviously Bryce with the high profile coming in and Wilhelm being able to stretch the floor if they want to go with a smaller lineup and things like that. It's hard not to be excited about what Fred Hoiberg and company are doing over there. Well, imagine that access gives gives you comfort. Access makes you feel like you know what you're looking for and you know what <laughs> what looks right and what doesn't look right. Like imagine that access thing. Yeah, uh, yeah this team is given access. Um Volleyball's given access. Baseball's been given access. I kind of dig allowing folks to, to to get invested in the team before the season starts. Mm-hmm. Like, and they and the players don't feel like they're in a, in, a, in a vacuum, a dark vacuum now. Like they feel like, oh, we kind of like we're meeting people, we're meeting fans. We get to hear what they're what the, how they feel. And, and, and what people are about. meeting us. Yeah, it, it works. Yeah. It's a two way street there. Well, there's comfort in them being able to one to know who they're walking in. Mm-hmm. into the station with who they're putting who's putting a microphone in front of them who's asking them a question because now they know why you're asking the question they know that you care about them as, as a person yeah. right that you actually care about the person you're going to ask uh, to give information to uh, or from get information from so yeah this group um this group and this the, the coaching staff seems to be on the same page right they speak the same 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 language same verbiage mm-hmm. same energy um but if this was – I was just catching up with some of the text line. If this was the, if this was the ACC, there would be some, some things given, some things assumed. But this is Big Ten basketball, and it's a little yeah. bit different. It plays a little bit differently. Matter of fact, the responsibility is a little bit different. What I'll, what I'll, what I'll challenge listeners to think about or to consider is that Hoiberg seems to know – what it's going to take to not go through what he's gone through. Mm-hmm. And he's not repeating what he's done in the past. Now, he doesn't have to because, one, he didn't have to scramble to go, you know, use car shopping, yeah. you know, a month before the season started to get players to fill out a roster. Um, like, these guys will look like Power 5 basketball players in uniform. Two years ago, it didn't look like those are guys, oh, they're out there, but mm-hmm. do you really expect them to play well? Um, they have length now. They have shooters now. They have ball handlers and defenders. You've got guys who are, who are skill-specific and guys that are versatile and go across the board. Um, the, the, the big thing for this group is, Nick, is, is I, I don't think they're putting any bad defenders on the floor this year. Yeah. I, I've heard, and, and I know you obviously have more, more access than I do, um, but like, okay, actually, I want to go back to that because when when programs have or allow access, that means that there's something good going on that they want to show off. 
and, and nobody wants nobody wants the, in your in their house if if, if it's dirty. Exactly, and <laughs> and here's the thing: is when when you're not able to see it from the outside, whether it's a fan or or a media guy, why not? That you're, that's you're I, le- you're led to assume, mm-hmm. you're led led to guess, and then you're led to fill in space that should not exist. Like to to wonder, okay, who's going to do this thing? for Nebraska in the Big Ten this season. And if you haven't been provided the information with your own eyes, your own your own basketball mm-hmm. IQ, then they can tell you, oh, no, this this works. Like, this works. Well, and going back to what you said about Fred Hoiberg is he, he understands, and it's it's kind of obvious that he understands what he has to do to not go through what he's had to go through. Part of that you have to give credit because – other places, not even at Nebraska only, coaches will be stubborn and <laughs> feel like they're the way, their way is the only way. Um, and it's about adaptability. Yeah, I've been around some some stubborn old school coaches. Uh, mm-hmm. Lavelle Edwards at BYU, uh, Rick Majerus at Utah, um, Joe Gibbs in D.C. Mm-hmm. I mean, these are guys, uh, go, to, go to Chapel Hill and ask a coach anything ever. <laughs> go, to, go to Duke and ask Krzyzewski to explain a concept to you. You might as well set yourself on fire and walk out the door. What I enjoy is that you elevated the talent level that you were you were bringing in. Most coaches will say, "I want to get old and I want to stay old." Yeah. Well, they're older now. You've got you've got some super seniors returning. You've got some guys who've gone through two bad you know two bad seasons here, mm-hmm. and then you brought in more talent, and the talent matched the space that you needed to get into. Like, you needed to be longer. Yeah. You needed better shooters on the floor, more better shooters on the floor. Um, mm-hmm. You needed long defenders. And that whole depth thing, like that depth well, thing. That whole thing of what you just said, you're not – they weren't recruiting to just get – they weren't recruiting higher-level guys because they were higher-level. They were recruiting them because they fit. They fit the system. Well, and, and Fred's system is, is directed towards helping them play basketball rather than run plays. Mm-hmm. Like this is not that's not teaching basketball and elevating basketball IQ is knowledge of what you should do in a certain situation. Like and it's much easier to coach for Fred to coach and say to a player, What's the rule in transition two on one? Well, coach, I need spacing, I need to balance the floor, I need to give my my, my teammate an opportunity to make a play, and then I need to attack, finally attack the defender going towards the rim so that I can make the decision. And then if nobody stops the ball, I'm just gonna finish. Okay, so if that happens once, now you understand why you're going to do it, and then you can just get out of the way and go, what do we do here? And each player should know the same answers and be able to respond accordingly. That's what gives me hope about this team. Yeah, it's super, super excited. I I wanted to spend – I mean, because obviously we're in the heart of football season, but basketball is right around the corner. Next week, next Wednesday. It's – Next like, Wednesday. And that's where Fred talked about it, about what they can learn from from just a Peru State team. And he said, listen, we're going to learn a lot about ourselves because it's we're going to be able to throw multiple lineups out there. That's what these exhibition games are for, kind of, is, is to throw multiple lineups. Because even Fred, and that's another thing that I admire about Coach Hoiberg, is that he's he understands that he doesn't have all the answers yet. And he's, he's okay he's to, going to. He He's all right with admitting it. Yeah, he's not going to. Um, and then what happens in, in the early games are only there to provide him answers for how to get mm-hmm. through the Big Ten. 
the Big Ten season is more is more important than than all the games that lead up to that. But here's a chance for you to get answers. How will how he uses his shooters versus using his scores, and they're different. They're different. He's got a veteran guy coming off the bench and that can play both backcourt positions. He's got a veteran guy on the bench that could come in and play the five, right? Oh, my goodness. Now we've got a veteran guy coming off the bench that can play the wing who's having who's shooting the ball better now than he ever has since he's been here. And then you've got this, this series and sequence of young guys. Look, Casey Tamanaga is different. Like, he's yeah. just, just a different dude. And don't get caught up in, in, in the size. One, he defends. He defends. Like, the, the, look, he's a guy that will get in the passing lanes. He'll jump He'll jump schemes and routes. He has a high understanding for that. Uh, Edwards length on, on the side. C.J. Wilcher is, is any other year, C.J. Wilcher's a starter and somebody we're talking about in high volume. And remember that, oh, Kobe Webster came back. And remember Co- how, how valuable Kobe was. He kept them in games that they couldn't finish last mm-hmm. year. But at least he was there and he understands what's going on in this thing. Some of the burden off Derek Walker. That's wonderful that you've got now three bigs that you can you can run out there. You can pair with him. Um, you can put he and Eduardo Andre out there together. You can put him him and Bryden Black out there together. Mm-hmm. Um, Lot looks like a a a Big Ten four now. Like his body's kind of mm-hmm. matured and he looks a little different than how he prepares. And then Eduardo Andre looks like a a, a Big Ten big. Like he oh. Yeah. Like he's not a skinny kid. He's just he's not just long. He's got some body to him now. So you've got answers in place, and then you've got the wounded kid. Like you've got Bryce Matthews, and to understand how different he is, when NBA guys tell you he's one, of, he'll be one of the top twenty prospects next year, no matter what he does this year, mm-hmm. because of who he is athletically, and then the the kid that he is as a as a young man. Uh, he he's a different kind of dude. Well, and when you're talking about body types, perfect example is Delano Banton. Did not have a great season at Nebraska last year. There were folks saying, how in the world is he going to go to the NBA? Well, it's his body type and what guys at that level can help him with. Well, and now we're seeing him him actually make a, a contribution right out of the gate. Well, he doesn't have to. He's never going to have to be the best player on the floor. He's not going to have to drop 35 every that, that's, night. That's not, that's not his game. Saying. Yeah, that's not what he his place in mm-hmm. the league. I mean, think about it from that aspect. There are guys, Robert Ory never was the best player on his team. But because he did a thing so exceptionally well, all the things, great defender, long defender, rebounded mm-hmm. well, shot the ball well in space, and he agreed and accepted his role on the team. That's why everybody wanted a Robert yeah. Ory. You've got guys in the league who just, that's what they do. I thought of Jalen Rose. That okay. Jalen was never the best three-point shooter. Mm-hmm. Ever. But what Jalen did in rebounding, defending, and running the offense was what every NBA team needed, and his length and height gave him an advantage and gave them an advantage because if they ever threw somebody out there, he could lock them up. Well, and I see a guy like Derek Walker kind of being that role this season. Surprising. You're, you're, Surprising. Not, you're not going to need him to go out, and, and we said this last season, and I think it even evolves a little bit more this year, is you're not going to need him to drop 20 points every single night. You're not going to expect that of him because that's not what his role on this team, and, and he embraces that also. Well, with the spacing that this group is going to allow, again, you've got shooters at every at, at any of the other four places on the floor. 
Like any rotation that they have, you've got shooters in space that are going to spread out and make four defenders defend the three-point line, and which allows you, them to be driven by. Last year, they didn't have fear of that, so they could sink back in. This year, Derek Walker's going to sit in a soft corner and get behind a center who can't see where D- Derek Walker is. The guy with the ball can yeah. see him, and it will attack him, and Derek Walker will be behind him. But I also think Derek Walker, his three-point shot, I'm just going to tell you, it's gonna, oh. it's, it's better than – look, to watch him in the practice sessions as a part of what they normally do, Derek Walker is hitting several threes of practice. And they, they, they say Eduardo Andre as well. Yeah, I don't think they want Eduardo shooting. <laughs> and, and shooting threes, I, DP. I, I, yeah, he can shoot threes <laughs> because that's what they've been running with and, the other centers. Because if Brighton Box at center, yeah. they're running at the center shooting threes. If Derek Walker's there, he's shooting threes. Um, Oleg Kolyanets and, and Eduardo Andre, while they shoot as a part of what they do on a day-to-day basis. Stay down low. Stay down low and get to work. Well, and part of that, like you said, with having shooters out on the perimeter, that's going to force the defense out a little bit more than they have in years past, which opens up down low. Spaces. Yeah, well, again, the rule for for this system is offense is space, space Mm -hmm. is offense. So the more you have shooters, and again, now you've got four extenders. C.J. Wilcher and and, and Casey, look, they can shoot from the logo at PBA. So, yeah. <laughs> at, at, at a high percentage, they can shoot from the logo. Mm-hmm. So, look, it'll be fun to watch um, because we're going to see several different personalities. There'll be nights early in the season when they go with the three bigs. There'll be nights when they go with four shooters and mm-hmm. Lot Man or Breidenbach in that space. Um, they can put the attack dogs out there. Like it, it's gonna be fun to watch them. Fred kind of go to the lab and figure out, you know, as a mad scientist, yeah. hmm, will this work? Well, and it's something like I said, have said all forty-five minutes of this show. Something that Nebraska basketball hasn't been able to do in recent years. All right, let's take our final time out. We'll wrap up Friday's show and get you ready for one-on-one with DP next. Download our app by searching 93.7 The Ticket in your app store to stay in touch and listen all day long wherever you are. More of the happy hour is next on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com.